It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Anything's possible. Lockdown Celtics podcast here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Boy, I, I don't know if you guys are going to hear any of what we just did, but that was five minutes of complete wacky bullshit here. We are the Rain of Jays, John Corrales, Sam Jam Packard, Jay King, the kid. We're all here. Tripod. Uh, I am a guy that writes on RedsArmy.com and Boston.com. Jay uh, does his mass live thing. And uh, we're going to stop giving credentials for Sam. Because he doesn't want to have credentials. <laughs> I'm a comedian, I say. I'm a comedian. We're, we're just going to come up. I think what we should do now is every show list a new fake credential for you. How about I'm just the inventor of Tito? Yes. The man behind Tito. There you go. That's, That's all the, the credentials credential I need. need. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You know, whatever. You guys know who we are. And we're going to be here talking about injuries because, holy shit, everybody's hurt. And there's like four guys who are healthy. And all of this is brought to you by two sponsors, my bookie. It's March Madness time, so it's time to get there and start making some bets on college hoops. We'll help you score bo- score big on my bookie. I'll tell you how to do that. And, of course, our friend Jason Manganello, who wants to buy or sell your next house for you. And he will do so making big donations to charity and sending you to a Celtics game. All right. Today, we learned that Daniel Tice has a torn meniscus. He's getting surgery. He's, Devastating news. Devastating. I know. I wanted to check on you, Sam, after, after hearing that, but it was just, it was just too, too, too much of a downer. And then some, I guess, controversy over Marcus Smart. He may or may not have a torn ligament in his thumb. Uh, so... We'll get to all of that. Let, let's start there, well, Jay. A, a sprain is just a torn ligament. So whoa. So it, he could have both. So he has a, the same thing. You're telling me. So he has a sprain. It's just the Celtics need to learn the severity of it, and they don't know yet whether he's going to need surgery. They don't know yet whether it's going to be a quick one or two game absence, or whether he could miss an extended amount of time. So that's the deal with Marcus Smart. Um, so the language was – it sounded different from different places, but it's just because I believe a sprain is is torn ligaments. Technically, yes. There is tearing of ligaments involved in a sprain. Dr. Corrales That's coming it. back at you. I'm here for you on WebMD to give you all <laughs> sorts of horrible medical <laughs> advice. But yeah, so I guess technically that's that's the case, but 
you know, Shams was out there making it like Marcus Smart has a, sp- uh, a torn ligament and no one knows what's going to happen. And the Celtics came out later and were like, whoa, chill. We don't know yet. We, you know, we do know that Marcus Smart was in a, a brace and, and who knows how long that's going to be necessary. And, and maybe he, they do some sort of like tape job and he can play with it. Maybe he can't. You it's know, on his that, shooting hand, right? It is yeah, on his shooting that, hand. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe he just won't shoot anymore. Yeah. yeah. Marcus Smart doesn't need to be able to shoot to make an impact on the game. I think, right. like, they better hope it's not uh, surgery because then he's clearly out. But I, my, my faith in Marcus Smart to play through um, pain and just make it work, uh, I think it's not the – really, if it, it requires surgery, it really, I think – has a huge impact on how far the Celtics can be. But if it's not, if it's just something Marcus Smart has to gut out, I've just grown to expect him to do kind of crazy motherfucker insane shit uh, at all times. So playing with a a sprained thumb or a torn ligament, uh, I think he's fully capable of. And I don't really see it exchanging his game that much. Yeah, either way, it was just a really, really bad day for the Celtics as far as injuries. Tice is a big loss. Tice is... He gives them just a different dimension as far as their centers. Baines is a defensive-minded guy who's all inside. He shoots little mid-range papa shots, and he's rugged. Tice gives you the three-point shot, and he gives you the ability to switch and defend guards in, in moments and go up and catch lobs. Greg Monroe doesn't do that. Aaron Baines doesn't do that stuff. So that's a big loss. Him missing the rest of the season, assuming he does, I know that if you have a your meniscus part of your meniscus removed, sometimes it takes like just a month or two, and it's possible he could be back for the season. If that's the case, I don't know. Brad Stevens said it's most likely he's going to miss the rest of the season, but that's just a big, big loss. And Brad was saying they might have to go, they might go to semi Ojale sometimes at five when they go small. It's just Tice allowed them to have, like, the rebounding, the defense, and still kind of go small because he could switch. Whereas Ojale doesn't give you the same rebounding. Gives you some of the defense, but doesn't have the same size or shot-blocking ability. I I think it's just a a big loss from the standpoint of the different amount of options Brad Stevens had. Now, I don't know what what type of role Tice would have had in the playoffs. Uh, You saw against Houston, he didn't even play, but... As far as the regular season goes, and especially in certain matchups, he, he's a big deal. He's had a really good season. His rookie season was far surpassed my expectations, and he was just solid, solid, solid every single night. Preach. I think. <laughs> I mean, you're right. The The question is, he gave basically is a small ball five option for them that really allowed them to play Horford at the four and like just added a little bit of depth. Now I feel like in the playoffs – you're going to just see Al Horford basically at the five for the majority of the game. It, uh, you're right. It was basically giving that, them that flexibility or just more depth when they do go small. But in the playoffs, it's just going to be – Al Horford is their only small ball five. And maybe because it's the playoffs and everyone's going to be playing over 35 minutes a game, there'll be less of an issue. But Tice, huge loss. Huge loss. Definitely not Tice that he's hurt. Not No, not Tice. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, a bit upsetting, but – they do have. That's why they got Greg Monroe, and now they have to figure things out uh, with Monroe in there getting more of the minutes. Which means defensively, they're going to have to change how they do some things. Monroe, 
is is going to have to find a way to contribute to this defense. And uh, it, it's just going to be interesting to see what adjustments the Celtics make. Uh, maybe it's uh, different personnel. Maybe they they use Monroe next to Al Horford. Maybe they use him uh, to sub in for Al Horford, and they just kind of go with other options when Al Horford's in there. But uh, it's it's going to fall on Monroe, I think, a little bit here to to find some level of defensive acumen somewhere. Uh, and well, it's going to be a big test for the Celtics coaching staff to kind of utilize Monroe in a way that he is somewhat effective defensively. NFL teams making bold final moves before the start of the season. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Tennessee Titans have announced a one-year deal with linebacker Jadavion Clowney, reportedly worth $15 million. Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans tells you if it's going to be enough to get Tennessee back to the AFC title game. In other moves around the league, the Miami Dolphins named Ryan Fitzpatrick starting quarterback, which means Tua will be back up for the time being. And the Detroit Lions have agreed to a one-year deal with running back Adrian Peterson. Peterson was released by the Washington football team last Friday. For more NFL news and analysis, subscribe to the new Peacock and Williamson NFL show and listen to a brand new lineup on Locked On NFL. They'll have division previews every day this week. Local experts on the biggest stories, it's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're up to date on your favorite team, but what about the competition? Hollinger and Nate Duncan are evaluating every bubble contender on Hollinger and Duncan. Rejecting the screen goes behind the scenes with in-depth interviews and the Locked On NBA podcast is recapping games daily. Let the Locked On NBA network of podcasts take care of your NBA bubble scouting reports. Hollinger and Duncan rejecting the screen, the Locked On NBA podcast. Subscribe to the best trio of NBA podcasts on the planet wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. And then, and then smart and smart on top of it. And, <laughs> I, and it, it got to the point today where Kyrie Irving has dealt with left knee soreness for a week. And Ky, Kyrie Irving missed one game, came back, played one, had to leave at halftime. And that's like the third most concerning Celtics injury. And this is, that's an injury that dates back to 2015 Danny Ainge said it could last. He, Kyrie could need to manage it the rest of his career, and it's the third most <laughs> distressing injury for the Celtics <laughs> right now. It's it was a bad couple of days as far as injuries go. Mark is smart. They just need him. They need him. They need him. They need him. They need him off the bench. They need him in closing lineups. They need his winning mentality. They need his ability to switch. They need his intelligence. They need his insanity. They need his insanity. They need his his toughness. blind rage, where he just doesn't remember what's going on on the court because he's literally an insane person. Yeah, they need all of it, and it's it's it would be a huge loss if he has to miss extended time and if he can't come back because the last eight games since the All Star break, he might have been playing the best basketball of his career. I'm not sure he's ever played better from a two way perspective. He's always been an incredible defender. But even by his standards, he's just been outrageous lately, just been mean to big men in the post, just been mean to guards on the perimeter, just been all out, just rude to people. And 
so that would be a, a huge, huge deal. We'll we'll see what happens, but we saw when when Smart was out earlier in the season. Then you have to go to Abdul Nader. Then you have to go to Shemi Ojale. Then you have to go deep into your bench, and that's when the Celtics' offense suffers. That's when the Celtics don't have good second quarters. That's when they lose the balance that they've had for the last eight games since the All Star break. And the shame of this is that they were playing so damn well that finally. They got healthy. Finally, they were playing the way they wanted to play all season from the first quarter to the fourth quarter just about every night. And then all of a sudden, just Jalen Brown falls down and Al Horford gets sick and Kyrie deals with soreness and Tice is out for the season and Marcus Smart could be dealing with surgery. Jesus Christ, basketball gods. Take it easy. Wasn't Little B the base god? Didn't he give... His blessing to the Celtics? God damn, little be the base god, you lying piece of filth. <laughs> well, we don't we don't want to be cursed by Lil B, but uh maybe it was weird Celtics Twitter getting so much shine is that it's it's uh, the being cursed because of it. No, there's nothing bad that can come out of weird Celtics Twitter getting a little bit of love. Is, there's nothing bad. Is this the Hebert of Riffs cursed? It no. Be. No, because no. he normally he normally posts things into existence, so I can't see him posting things out of existence. That's just not how things would work. No, it doesn't make sense. I refuse to. I refuse to even entertain such asinine thoughts any further. So shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, the fact that the playoffs play like and teams play more, or like the starting lineup plays more minutes, like alleviates some of these injuries? Like the fact that not the smart Wolford, one, like... not not the smart one, because smart smarts in your closing lineup. Smart is basically a starter. Smart, you you need smart, and when you don't have smart, it's like, okay, Rozier comes off the bench. Who's the next perimeter guy? Do you go with Shane Larkin, Abdul Nader? You kind of have to. Should have Shane to Larkin Abdul that Nader? smart? Like uh, that that's that's the problem when you don't have smart is. The, the perimeter depth just just isn't quite there. And so smart smart's huge for them. Smart smart's a big piece. We we saw it when he was out and we've we've seen how much he's impacted them since he's gotten back. They they need smart. If if he's out for an extended a period of time, that, that that's a huge hit. Tice though, I, I do think you can kind of make up for it because Horford's gonna be playing more minutes. Marcus Smart's Marcus Morris rather is going to be playing more minutes. Uh, Aaron Baines, Greg Monroe, you you can make do with those guys, but the the smart thing I think is is a, a bigger loss. And Tice Tice is an important loss too. No, I agree. I agree with all of that. Uh, so it's going to be tough to figure out exactly what the Celtics are going to do uh, over the past the, the next what fifteen games that they have left. Uh, if you're a betting individual, then those next fifteen games are going to be very difficult. Maybe you're going to start betting against the Celtics. However you do it, you can do it on mybookie.ag. But really now it's March and there's a boatload of money that you can make this week betting at mybookie. If you haven't checked them out, this is the time to get into the action because it's March Madness and this is where all the gamblers come out. So you can lay down some money and score big on college hoops. So you can join me, join Sam Jam Packard and thousands of other players online. You can start betting at mybookie.ag. So if you're sick of getting the runaround, when you ask for a payout, you can join my bookie today. I would only recommend a service that's been good to us 
and our listeners. So we are urging you to make your way to my bookie because you win and they pay fast with no hassles. If you're going anywhere else, you're just going to waste your time. They even have in-game live betting. So you can bet, you can place a prop bet after tip-off. And that just kind of keeps you invested. Even if you're not really into certain aspects of the game, you can keep on betting the live betting if you're interested in that kind of stuff. And Sam, you you signed up. Signed up today. You get a, They match you 50%. So I put in like 50 bucks. They gave me a free 25 bucks. I'm putting it all on the Penn Quakers to cover 16 to 1. My Penn Quakers. <laughs> uh, plus 14 right now. Uh, no, there's nothing more fun than March Madness. And um, recently, like in the past couple of years, I started just betting on the games. It's way more fun. I took off Thursday from work. I took off Friday to work. It's going to be an uh, ultimate basketball holiday, and it's only more fun uh, with mybookie.ag. So I, I was so excited the Celtics have no practice Thursday. God bless the Celtics. God bless Brad Stevens. That is that is the one holiday I I take. Thursday of March Madness, the greatest day of the year. Fuck Christmas. Fuck Easter. <laughs> fuck Thanksgiving. <laughs> fuck, fuck whatever God you pray to. <laughs> March Madness. It's, it's the day of the year. Oh, oh that, wow. That's not going to come back to hurt us at all. <laughs> Mybookie.ag. <laughs> so, speaking of, no, I've got no segue back to that. So, you can just join me, join Sam. At my bookie, like he said, your first deposit, they'll match it with a 50% bonus. So, Sam put 50 bucks in, they gave him 25. You put in 100, they give you 50, and so on and so on and so on. I'm not going to try to do any more math. That's the extent of it. You can even enter for a chance to win their million-dollar bracket challenge. That's something. Use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA to activate the offer, all right? LOCKEDONNBA is the promo code. Activate the offer. Visit MyBookie today. Play, win, get paid. So, uh, as make sure that Jay has not been struck by lightning or smited by any plagues. If if there are gods, they would agree with me that March Madness. They're going to be watching college basketball on Thursday. We all know. We all know from listening to all these athletes. God is a huge sports fan. He's probably right there with you. See. Yeah, and he put down his money on Penn Quakers to beat. uh, No, to cover. Against Kansas. Did I ever tell it you guys happen. about the time Rick Mahorn wanted to kill me? <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> I was on Rick Mahorn's uh, radio show. And Rick Mahorn, of course, he's the bad boy, like the toughest player, one of the toughest players in NBA history, like just just a bad ass. And I was, in, I was asked to come up with a joke when I, when I showed up on the, the show. They, they wanted me to tell a joke. I'm not a funny guy. I certainly don't have, don't have jokes to tell. So I, I looked online. I found one that was funny. And <laughs> you got to tell us the joke. Yeah. And I said, uh, it was, it was something about, uh, how Jesus Christ got crossed over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Rick, Rick Moore like scolded me on air he was he was ready to kill me. I swear to God, Rick Mahorn. Wanted- that you started off your interview with a Jesus Christ crossover joke. Yeah, yeah. He, he- it's all downhill from there, man. That's not how to win an audience. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of have to know what 
that the, the people that you're talking to are kind of cool with you that know, kind of stuff? I saw Rick Mahorn in plenty of NBA fights. I didn't think he was <laughs> going to be like this super religious guy. I just I just didn't didn't see it. And uh, so Rick Mahorn was not there for the the blasphemy. No, no. I'm sure there's a few of our listeners that aren't going to be there for it either. So it just gird your loins for some tweets tomorrow. I'm, I'm sure. I'm very sorry, guys. I, <laughs> God, well, is, God is great, man. So it's Jason Tatum it is. is a murderer. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, uh, let me just fire up my uh, resume here and brush that up <laughs> after this one. <laughs> Uh, Boys, I think we have to do an Australian boat because we didn't do one yesterday because of the game. We we do. We, we do. do have to do a boat. We do. Uh, I don't know. Is there any more news? I, 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 Is there anyone healthy enough for the boat? <laughs> yeah. Tell me, Jay King. You're the news all, reporter. Uh, <laughs> all, all healthy players are, are on the boat. How about that? There's like three guys. Shane Larkin's on the boat. Shane Larkin's not healthy either. He's still on a minute. Oh, no. He's got the knee. He's got the knee. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So it's uh, is Shemi Ojale, Ojale, Nader, anybody that can walk to the boat without a limp or some sort of pain medication is on the boat. How's that, Marcus? Uh, no, I, that's too easy, man. I think we need to give the boat to people who actually earned it. I don't. I'm, <laughs> All right, let, let's I'm give. Let's give the boat to people who earned Shemi it. and Nader. Let's give the Tito's number one. Ah, no, I think Marcus Smart's number one, man. Marcus, I mean, Marcus, Tito and Marcus as a, a combo have been pretty fucking amazing, so I can't disagree with you. Okay, they're one and one at. They can they can walk on like Noah's Ark. I'm I'm going back to the religious thing. <laughs> they, they they can walk on together like it's Noah's Ark, you know. Like like sure, yeah. Religion, uh, well, big theme of this podcast. Yeah, no, this is great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> How about Marcus Morris? Marcus Morris off the bench has been really good lately. So I'm going to put Marcus Morris on. Yep. I saw uh, Mookin all over the boat. We're Mookin our way onto this boat. Who else we got? They didn't have many games in the interim period, so. No. How about Jason Tatum? His shooting has come back. His shooting has come back. Jason Tatum. You know, January, February he's low, but now. now he's back up. He's, he's 20, 20 years old. I can't believe he was only 19. <laughs> Um, I'm also going to put Jalen Brown on the boat uh, if his concussion protocol allows it. He had a pretty good game before falling over. Um, I thought he had a good game before that. Good week. And uh, just maybe the the waves of the boat will relax him into a nice uh, concuss-free zone. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think doctors would allow that. Sure, why not? I'm in too. Uh, Jalen Brown. On we'll, we'll turn off the lights for him. <laughs> uh, did Brad say? It's just getting back to serious for a second. Brad did say today that Jalen had his best day, right? Since the concussion. Jalen, yeah, it's sounds like Jalen's progressing. Uh, he's still expected to miss this week, and obviously concussion. Is a big deal. The Celtics will treat it as a big deal. He'll have to go through the NBA concussion protocol and everything. But it, it doesn't sound like he'll be out for a super long time, but he'll definitely be out for a little while. And while he's out, Kyrie's going to be out for a little while. Smart's going to be out for a little while. Tice is going to be out for a long while. 
It's... What do you guys think about resting players like Horford? I think Horford's the only one that makes sense to rest because he's the oldest. But like and Kyrie, the Celt- and Kyrie, he obviously is going to do some resting. But the they're basically locked into the two seed right now. Is like, do they play it super safe and just give guys as much rest as possible? Because I don't know. I just don't see Brad Stevens doing that. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't see him just sitting out Horford or like they're for DNP rest. It's never been something he's done. I, I think it all depends on how guys' bodies are. Like, if Al Horford, he was just sick for a couple of days. If, if he's fully healthy, I think they'll play him. If he's nursing, nursing anything, even remotely unhealthy, they're going to they're gonna sit him. They'll be careful with it. If they go 5-10 and 10 over their last 15 games, they'll almost definitely earn the number two seed. They're probably not, almost definitely not going to catch the Raptors. So they're kind of stuck in the two seed. Like you said... It just makes sense to rest these guys. Like, sit Kyrie as long as he needs to. Sit Al Horford whenever he needs rest. Sit whoever. Just just sit them all. Just get them all healthy for the playoffs. Because, what was it, an eight-game span when, when the Celtics were healthy? And they showed what they can do. They, they, they were finally scoring. They had the rotation together. Marcus Morris is better. Marcus Smart was fantastic. Marcus Smart, Rozier were great off the bench, and so I, I just think health has to be the priority. It has to be by far the top priority. You you can't chase a seed. You you it doesn't even matter if they slip to three, whatever. Just just be healthy. Just just get healthy and get some of these bodies at least in in top shape for the playoffs because that that's what matters here. It's it's close enough to the end of the season where the only thing that matters is is getting guys to be at their best come playoff time. I want to get to a question that I was asked on Twitter about the remaining healthy guys, which I'm going to do. And it's regarding the, the remaining healthy guys and the NCAA tournament. So I'll get to that after I tell you about Jason Manganello, who, as we've been saying on this podcast for a while now, is the number one real estate agent out there. And he wants to buy or sell a house for you, with you, and he will do it by donating, uh, while also donating 10% of his commission to a local nonprofit. Now, he's got 15 years' experience as part of the residential group, the top-selling group in all of Massachusetts at William Ravis since 2009. That's a long run at the top, and Jason's been doing this by providing personal attention of a boutique firm with the resources of a large company. So if you're just looking to buy a condo for yourself, or if you've got a big family and you're moving into a big home, maybe you've made it like Jay King and you want to buy a multi-million dollar mansion, you can do that all with, all with Jason Manganello. And like I said, he believes it's essential to reinvest in the community. So you, the home buyer is can designate wherever you want 10% of his commission to go. It's money that he's just giving away to a worthy cause, and you get to choose it. If you are just thinking of buying or selling, you can also reach out to Jason, and he will send you a first-time home buyer's guide. Or if you know somebody that is trying to buy or sell a house, you can refer those people to Jason Manganello. If you refer, if you work with him, you will get two Celtics tickets to, or not two, but you'll get Celtics tickets to a game uh, on Jason if you 
Get that first-time home buyer's guide. He will put you into a drawing to get Celtics tickets, uh, and he will do a free market analysis for your current or future home. So that all gets you entered into uh, get Celtics tickets. So he'll donate money. He'll send you to a game. Contact him, 617-877-5694, 617-877-5694, or email him, lockedonjason at gmail.com, lockedonjason at gmail.com. Okay, at Pulapo, Paul Constant sent a uh, in a tweet. It's It looks like it's apparently from his son. And it was sent from Cranston, Rhode Island. Me being a Rhode Islander, I just wanted to shout out Cranston. What's up? <laughs> that, you know, Cranston's a little dirty. <clears throat> Sorry, Cranston. Uh, so his son apparently asked this question. Would the remaining healthy Celtics be the NCAA tourney favorites if they were a college team? Rozier, Larkin, Nader, Ojale, Tatum, Baines, Monroe, Yabu. I'd lean yes, but that team losing is very conceivable. Let me tell you that right now, I assume that question is like the current guys right now today, if you put them together in the, in the NCAA tournament, that team is not losing. Not only are they not losing, they're not, they're not winning by less than 50 in any one of those games. Like, established NBA players like Monroe and Baines. But even if you took them at their college years, still that team would be monstrous because, and and this happens every year around this time, like would the Memphis Grizzlies win the NCAA tournament or would like the worst team in the NBA lose to the best team in the tournament? Like, no, no. And one of the worst things that people do is equate like college, they they get this like false equivalency of the things that they see in college are the things that are actually going to happen in the NBA. It's crazy. The NBA is so much better. the The level of play is so much higher than in college that any combination of actual NBA players would go into a college tournament of any kind and just destroy it with just lay waste, napalm, burn it all to the ground. Yeah, uh, Shane Larkin was the 17th overall pick. Terry Rozier was the 16th overall pick. Jason Tatum was a third overall pick. These guys were absolute superstars in college. Never, never mind the fact that now, now they're grown men in the NBA who are have carved out legitimate roles in the NBA. Aaron Baines would eat co- collegiate players. <laughs> he would eat them. Greg Monroe was a seventh overall pick after dominating at Georgetown. These two, these guys would just ruin people. It would, it would be an absolute joke what the Celtics would do to every college team out there. Jason Tatum was the best player on Duke last year. Never mind this year. Like now, he, now he's a year better. Now he's twenty. He's not even nineteen anymore. And I mean, come on, come on. Come on. Well, I mean, look, you the thing about these Chevy Ojale was his conference player of the year last year, a stud for Southern Methodist. Like, come on, guys. No, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, that that's I, I think people need to understand when you look at the rosters 
um, of these teams. Like even when you've got like uh, a Duke, and you know Bagley is the you know projected to be uh, a, a, at the very worst he he should be a solid pro, right? At the at the best he could be a franchise guy. But when you look at the rest of that roster, they've got some good guys and they've got some okay guys. They got some guys that are going to be selling insurance in a year. Baines would put Bagley through the rim right now. Oh, right. No, right. Of course. But like, there's. But Bagley's legit. Bagley's my guy. I I can't slander Bagley. (laughs) Well, folks, uh, Jam Packard here, uh, and I got to say I goofed up. I did not record the portion of the podcast uh, where I was speaking for the remainder of this podcast. So we lost about three minutes of my brilliant takes, and I don't want to just have you guys have to go through that without fair warning. So we're going to wrap up the traditional podcast here, um, and kind of as a bonus for my goof up, I'll throw in the weird kind of uh, eccentric part of the podcast where you just can't hear my voice. And then I'll throw in kind of the the goofy stuff we recorded before we actually started recording. Uh, But that will uh, happen after the outro. This has been another episode of the Locked On Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm, a big, I'm too much of a NBA snob to to have a favorite. I'm a big like, I'm a big Luka Doncic guy. Because he's like a six seven six eight point guard who can do everything. <laughs> yeah, that's the word. He was the best player in Europe at like eighteen. He's he's a superstar, Luka Doncic. Put it down in your notepads right now. J. King confirmed superstar. Okay. You sound a lot more confident on the topic than I do, so you have to take your word for it. Just, you know, the lesson there is if you say anything with confidence, people will believe you. It's like refs, man. If a ref. That's it. That's very. Uh, Brandon Jennings, by the way, had uh, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 12 assists, and no triple-double, so he sucks! It'll all... (laughs) That's it. That's it. Uh, And comedy is all about timing and knowing when to shut up, so that's what I'm going to do now and end this show. So, uh, a reminder to frequent our fine sponsors today, mybookie.ag. Remember to use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA. MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus, and you can also enter for a chance to win their million-dollar bracket challenge. Get in there, bet on some college hoops, and uh, go to mybookie.ag. If 
you win a ton of money on my bookie and you want to buy a house, then you turn around and you go to Jason Manganello and he will help you do that. He will give 10% of his commission to a local charity. He'll send you to a Celtics game and it'll be great. Trust me. He's a Celtics fan. He's one of us. So keep it in the family. If you're going to buy or sell a house, go see Jason. His number is 617-877-5694 or email him locked on Jason at gmail.com. Of course, if you are a subscriber to the show, we hope you give us a good review, a five-star rating, and uh, let everybody know that they should be listening to the podcast on a regular basis. If this is your first time, welcome aboard. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. This has been the Locked On Celtics Podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. What the fuck? I'm leaving all this in the intro. I don't care what David Locke says about our credentials. I don't have any credentials. He's singling me out. (laughs) (laughs) You've got mad credentials, yeah. Formerly of WEI. That's not a proud thing. Don't tell you that about me. I like it. I mean, yeah, it's my one credential, but um, WEI is a crap place filled with crap people. Yeah, but people don't. Did you hear them um, talking shit about us, like, directly? I did not listen to it. Were they talking about all of us? I thought it was just Corrales. No, they was talking about Corrales, and then they came hard at me. Well, I, I I know the producer there. And so I sent him the audio of us shitting on Lou. And then they like <laughs> put that into bits and like we're using that as drops. And basically there was one time where I said, I reject Lou Merloni. And he kept on playing that one. It was actually like pretty funny. <laughs> That's classic. I was I trying love- to stoke the beef a little bit, maybe trying to get some interest. So I like one day it. I want to go into studio there and just like take on all comers. Christian <laughs> Forgay is dumb. I like it uh, a lot. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I saw I it, it's so crazy that the whole Al Horford thing made it into the low post podcast and he and Kevin Arnovitz were shitting not on Lou Merloni directly, but I know that they saw that whole thing going on. So uh yeah, they were talking about it on their podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> so. Take the Horford takes have just gone way too far. No, basically they said that it's stupid. I mean, it's anybody that really watches basketball is on one side and anybody who doesn't really pay attention is on the other. And, you know, that's fine. If Lou, Lou wants to stake out a, a take that's just, hey, I'm going to be stupid for the sake of being stupid, then great. You be stupid. Be stupid. He literally talked about an hour for the, like, about Al Horford and what his value was and did not bring up defense once. It was infuriating. God damn it. was it. the dumbest <sighs> thing I've ever heard. And then they said, they said, like, why are the Celtics good this year? It's like Kyrie Irving and then Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just said Al Horford had nothing to do with it, and they just didn't bring up defense. The number one <laughs> defensive-rated team in the league, they didn't yeah. bring that up once. It was just like, and then they're trying to come at me for saying they don't watch the games. Yeah, well, Jeez, it's, it's pretty yeah. obvious you don't watch the games, bro, because Brandon Jennings is about to have a triple-double. And Yo, fuck Brandon Jennings. That dude's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> who are the Who are the Bucks playing? Uh, the Grizzlies. Oh, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Terry Rozier has allowed Brandon Jennings to come back in the league yet. Well, I mean, it's Terry's call. He's back, so Terry must have I given mean, him the he, okay. 
Yeah, Tino's a pretty cool guy. I don't think he would stop Brandon Jennings from getting his money. <laughs> he might just take a cut of it. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me give me 15% and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen Terry's an entrepreneur, a natural entrepreneur. Yeah. He's got scary Terry t-shirts and now he's taking 30% of Brandon Jennings' contract. <laughs> How funny would it be if he made Tiro, not Tito uh, shirts. That would be awesome. That, that would be would, the best thing ever. That would have been amazing. I've kind of embraced the fact that he just hates the nickname now and kind of makes me like it more. I'm totally on board with that. I was I'm never on board about... until Austin Ainge denounced it, and then sure. I hopped on board. I'm just yeah. a rebel, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> and now I'm getting quoted in the Boston Globe, so it's been a wild run. All because the man hates the nickname I gave him. Yep. All right. Okay, let's do a real thing now. Okay, I might just throw that in the end. It was good. <laughs> some good talk. <laughs> All right, we'll do we'll do the real show now. I might. I'm going to use a Jada Kiss outro just to honor the God. Yeah, sure. Go for it. God bless cool. the God. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, let's... <laughs> I told you that's all Jay was doing yesterday. Oh, oh, yeah, that's it. That's. Oh my God. Millie has introduced me as a very important Celtics writer, and I just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone over and said what's up to Jadakus, man. Dude, I once the game ended, I saw them go to the elevators. I was like, I need to make this happen. I booked it. The game was too crazy. I, I had to I had to write the crazy end. Yeah, you had a job. I don't have to do anything. Otherwise, I would have given the Jadakus laugh to Jadakus, man. <laughs> I said D block when uh when we took the photo. He didn't seem that impressed with me. I would have introduced myself as Jay, and then I would have said my last name is to the moi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh man, it's fantastic. For the fact that he bailed And nobody on the back of square What? And if you facing capital one Pass me a gun And I'ma give you time to run While I rapidly pill uh, make it We gon' 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 I learned the game quickly And I don't like the rent So when I fly now Bring my cars on the plane with me In this case, who's the loser? Ran through enough coke Castro to build schools in Cuba Teach your kids how to read and write and use the Ruger Motherfucking niggas is back JDMP, we got water X Hayes, plus weight of the D And I'm tired of hearing about old niggas that had it And be the same old niggas that ratted Who cares? Let's talk about how we hawk niggas and they fucking back Gun works official, but niggas don't be 
wanting that. Why? Cause they puss and they mans is lame. So for real in the hood, we make candy rain. I could easily send you the guy. But come and see me at the Plaza Hotel. I might give you a job. If you can't remember the name, all you gotta do is ask the game for the niggas that deliver it all. That the hood won't miss you, you bitch ass nigga. Might find your man dead in the ocean. We be alright though. You know dead rappers get better promotion. Why we don't laugh at death and cry at birth? Never say you can't do it till you try it first. Be the young niggas eager to pull it, but it's a message in everything. Trust me, even a bullet. Go to war with the eight and the pound. Think you got your ear to the street now? Put your face in the ground, 'cause my shells is expensive. You'll know exactly why when you're yelling and incentive. My fellas is offensive. Lucky 'cause I got guns that crack your back, but that's not what I prefer. I manufacture crack and niggas turn bitch when you show 'em the steel. But we know how to bid, so y'all go ahead and squeal. I'm comfortable far from home, eating right, getting good rest, either on the bar or the phone. I'm the reason niggas got deals the past few years. Sound anything like Kiss and sign right here, and y'all just talking. I'm doing it well. Jaded Kiss, motherfucker, I'ma see you in hell. What? We gon' make it. 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 Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe. Dame Lillard and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov, and I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find rejecting the screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.